Dope Discussions Podcast. Dope Discussions, gay to Erica, woke discussions. Mob ties, how they rock and think they both was cousins. Gifting you with their words so you might know you something. Just go and look for them live, they do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. It's gay to beat it, baby. Make state to state, baby, coast to coast. Like the vibe, baby, spark to jokes. And we gon' bring you that dope. Come talk with Erica, man, talk with G. And all you gotta do is talk with me. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. Hello, people. Welcome back to Dope Discussions with Erica. I am your host, and I got my illustrious co-host over there. Um, I like that word, illustrious. <laughs> Mr. Gator Live. Gator, holla at the people. Tell them how you're doing. What's going on, everybody in podcast world? This is me. This is me, Gator Beater, baby. How y'all doing out there in podcast world tonight? Don't even try it. <laughs> he trying to be sexy, y'all. He trying to be yeah, sexy. Did you, did, you hear, did you hear those luscious tones? Did you hear me try to deepen it down a little bit? You heard me? <laughs> right. You play too much. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Too much. <laughs> well, listeners, we have a special treat for y'all this evening. We have a special guest in the house. I got Miss Angel Charmaine, founder of the Speak Up Sis podcast, where she is creating a safe space that gives people permission to share their stories to inspire you to share yours. And I love that vision. So I'm gonna give Miss Angel the floor to let y'all tell her more, tell y'all more about who she is and what she does. Miss Angel, go ahead and talk to the people. Thank you so much, Erica. Well, thank you for joining us. We are we yes. are, are excited to have you this evening. Right, our first guest on here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was the first dad. Yep. Yep. Man. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. Hercules, 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 Hercules. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. That's what's up. Well, thank you all for um, giving me the opportunity to come into your space and to share this, um, this space with you all this evening. Um, I am an inspirational conversationist yeah. and an author. And some people are like, what in the world is that? Well, <laughs> I don't call myself a speaker because uh, I don't talk at people. I like to uh, have conversations with, with 
people. I believe that um, conversations help build resiliency in people. And when we can get back to the art of conversations, when we can get back to authentic conversations, then I believe we can help people deal with depression and anxiety and a lot of the mental illnesses that we're that we're seeing when people can just open up their mouths and share the junk of their lives, right, with somebody who's going to actually listen to them and actually share the words of their testimony as well. So um, I believe I've been called to inspire people through conversation. And so that's why I call myself an inspirational conversationalist. And that's what the Speak Up This podcast is all about. I've created a space to allow people to just share the words of their testimony um, in a, in a lighthearted yeah. kind of way. Yeah. Um, but we all have something to say that has some value in it. And my podcast just gives people that space to share what they think nobody wants to hear, but we know everybody needs to know. You know how sometimes you feel like, Gosh, I wish, you know, if, I could, if people would just listen to me. Right. But they don't want to hear it. Yeah. Right. Well, I say, this is, it's a podcast where we say what you think nobody wants to hear, but you know, everybody needs to know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I love that. So, um, kind of tell the listeners, you know, but, um, how you got started with that? Because I know you you have the podcast, but you also have your Facebook family following, and you you have a a radio platform. So kind of tell the people, you know, how they can actually follow you on all of those places, and how do they can contact you and become part of your tribe? Okay, yeah. So speak up. This is actually my business. It's women's empowerment business, but it's more than just a business it's more like a movement and it's a grassroots building that i've been doing for about a year and a half to two years now it's international there are people who are part of the speak up this community who are in ghana germany trinidad um, the uae the u.s all across um the country so uh, i do a morning live it's called speak up this with angel charmaine the morning show for believers because i'm a god girl yes 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 that's it's serious i know i (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) but it's the it's the biggest part of the platform um Mm -hmm. so people can connect with me via facebook at speak up this um there's also a speak up this podcast page on Facebook, if people want to connect with me for the podcast, I'm also on Instagram at Speak Up This Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Speak Up This, YouTube, Speak Up This, like everything Speak Up This, you'll find me. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Gator had a question for you as well. Yeah, I definitely do. I mean, I'm looking at, so yes, you spoke about inspiration. So yesterday I'm looking at your posts and I see that you did a run yesterday and you're like, you know, you promised to do one run, you know, every month or whatever. How did you even get into that? First of all, that's the inspiration to me, you know, because I got a little chunk that I need to get off. You know, but but how did you even get into that? You know, so you running like, you know, so it's one race per month, right? Yes. 
Yes. Um, I set a goal for myself at the beginning of this year, actually at the end of last year in December, entering into this uh, new year, to work on being aligned. So I created the 2020 alignment hashtag, right? Spirit, soul, body. We're a spirit. We live in a body. We possess a soul. Um, and sometimes when you're a spiritual person and you're really heavy in that area, you can be like a bobblehead, right? You mm. real holy, but right, everything right. else is skinny, raggedy, and malnourished, right? So um, I decided that going into this new year, I wanted to operate in alignment, a more balanced life. And I used to be a seriously fit girl. I used to run a 5K in the morning, run a 5K in the evening. I was the girl with the Fitbit with 50,000 steps in a day. And everybody's like, how are you doing it? Mm. Um, that was me. Yeah. So at my heaviest, I was like 236. I was about uh, wearing a size 20 W um, at my heaviest. And then over the years, I just really got into fitness and running and, and, and that kind of thing. But then when my husband passed, uh, and uh, my ex-husband passed in 2018, and I moved back to Georgia, I just kind of let myself go a bit. And I picked up some weight. So, But I was real heavy on the spiritual side. But I was really, really lax when it came to my soul and just being good on the inside. And then that reflected in my body. So this year, in order to get those races done every month, I've got, I've got to be fit, right? I've got to be going to the gym regularly or at least running, doing something to be able to finish those races when I, you know, when I sign up for them. So the goal is just a way for me to, hold myself accountable right. to work on the body part of the spirit, soul, and body. That's my body component. Yeah. Right, right. And that's okay. interesting because a lot of people don't think about that as far as, you know, they think about the spiritual aspect of, you know, wellness. They don't necessarily think about, you know, the 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 physical <laughs> you know, aspect of wellness. So to me, that's that's an awesome, you know, concept is, hey, look, I'm going to challenge myself to 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 make sure I do these races per, you know, at least one per month, you know, to make sure that I'm, you know, a whole being, you know, mm-hmm. well mentally and also spiritually and also physically. So that 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 to me is amazing. Yeah, I love that because the body is the temple. If you mistreat yeah. your body. You mistreating that temple. Right. So right, I right, wanted right. to um <clears throat> I was I was I'm excited to have you on because I want to recap our um our episode from last week because Angel listened to our episode from last week <laughs> and she said, Hey, some of those y'all y'all did good and I loved everything y'all said, but there was some parts in there I didn't agree with. So <laughs> I was very interested in hearing that because I definitely love to hear everybody's perspective on, um, you know, topics that we talk about because 
Mm-hmm. Opinion is just an opinion. My opinion doesn't mean that it's right. Gator's opinion doesn't mean that it's right. right. So we definitely want to hear other people's opinion because that broadens my horizon. So I can see, I like to be able to see a situation from a 360 view and not just from my side. So I definitely want to get Miss Angel on here so we can recap. So last week, what we talked about, listeners, if y'all didn't listen to last week's episode, we were talking about um, (laughs) is it healthy to let your, you know, your partner, your spouse have complete access to your cell phone, your email, your social media accounts, you know, and um, I got a lot of mixed reviews. Some people said, you know, it's just common nature to their relationship. They've been doing it. It's no big deal. Um, some people were like, it's the red flag because it shows me that that person doesn't trust me. Why do they need to know everything and everything, you know, every person that I'm talking to. So, um, there was some things in there that me and Gator said, I wanted, um, Angel to put her spin on it to tell her how she felt about it. Um, if you can recap some of the, you know, some of the things you wanted to, you know, speak on, you got the floor. Go ahead, Miss Angel. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you know, I think the part that really sort of grabbed me was sort of the end of the conversation when you all got to, because um, some of what you were saying, I was like, yeah, totally. I'm, I'm with you on that one. And then I believe towards the end of the conversation, it was like, well, you know, um, what if we allowed each other to have passwords and have access and then and then all of a sudden one of the persons is like you know I'm not about that life anymore mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I was like yeah I'm the devil because for me I'm thinking what would cause a person to all of a sudden say, you know, I'm not about that life anymore. Right. Something has occurred. If there's been no issue, mm-hmm. open access, no problems, not saying that the person is cheating, but something has changed. Mm-hmm. And to and to just say, well, you know, a person has the right to change their mind. Yeah, they do. But when you're in a relationship, you need to. We need to talk about why you're changing your mind. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for me, I was like, no, I don't think that you just get the right to change your mind on something like that mm-hmm. just because you feel like it. Because that's not the truth. Right. If you decide to change something like that, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a reason behind that. Yeah. Whatever the reason is, there's a reason and we need to address it. Right, right. And that <clears throat> that could be probably an indicator that that person is just, maybe this just a way to get out of the relationship. They're just ready to get totally out. Um, it, it, to me, I you know, since I've been on both sides of that coin, I just don't want to go into a relationship like that anymore. I don't want us to, I don't want it to be a requirement from either end. Cause I heard a lot of people saying that, you know, it just happened and we just had each other's stuff. And when it's a situation like that, that's understandable. Um, 
like if they if they have a business and they both need to have access to each other's email for business reasons and stuff like that and it's just casual and nobody actually said give me your password because I want to see what you're talking about that's to me that's different but I, it was to right. me like it's a red flag when you're starting a relationship with a person and then they just come out the box and say, you know, in order for me to be able to trust you, I need to see, you know, who you're talking to, and what you're talking about. That is like, right. you bringing some stuff from your past into this. And I don't know, you know, I don't know the extent of your damage. I don't know the extent of your trust issues. And I don't think I want to find out either right <laughs> right <laughs> you know? but, but see but at, at the same time i think that's the that's the big thing there is that yeah and you mentioned it is you know if i'm giving my passwords and i'm just being open freely that's a completely different monster than oh why you ain't give me your password why i can't have your you know when you start to get that, then that's when those red flags start popping up. Mm-hmm. Because that means that there's... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I think there's a bit of a delay. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's okay. No, no, no. I was saying that I think that's when those red flags start to pop up. Because, you know, I'm I'm a completely open person. And um, I think most men that are in a committed relationship and want to be, in a committed relationship do feel like, you know, I'm an open book. Let's go ahead. I'll give you anything you need. You want passwords, whatever. I think it's the, the, the act of asking for it because then, like I said, it starts to pop those red flags up. Like, what are you looking for? Is it something that you're trying to find that you're looking, you know, and then that, that, that kind of garners a distrust, you know, for that person at that point, like, okay, so, are you checking me? Are you coming? You know, are you trying to find something? What's going on? You know, so I think just the the whole act of asking for that password or asking for that access is a problem. I feel you. And one of the things that I focus uh, focus on a lot um, is with Speak Up This and and, and my platform is getting to the root. I don't deal with superficial stuff. I call them symptoms. Yeah. Those are symptoms. Right. Let's let's deal with let's deal with the underlying condition that's causing the symptoms. And for right. me, it's like let's let's do let's do a heart check here because I don't even understand why passwords are even a subject. Because if you are dealing with someone. I was married. I was with this man for 10 years, married to him for eight years. And I, you know what? I'm going to tell you what's wild. Sidebar. Um, <laughs> Ebony, when you talked about what it used to be like when when you got that bill and you could see everything, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So at the time, I paid, I paid the bill. And back then, you had to pay for text messages, like five cents mm-hmm. a text, right? It was, yeah. it was expensive to text. But I lived with this man all this time, all these years, paid the, you know, it was my job to pay the cell phone bill or whatever. Um, there was never a checking of the, you just paid the bill. You didn't look 
through the bill to see right. who was calling who or what was it just didn't cross your mind mm. even though you had the access mm-hmm. it wasn't a thing right. to check into it mm-hmm. or to look into it you understand what I'm saying and so for me there's a root problem when you walk into a thing and that's a part of your hey how you doing can we get to know each other how you feel about exchanging but okay, okay hold on hold on hold on why are we discussing that right 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 that you even feel the need to even bring that up oh like, yeah Oh yeah, and I already knew what the what the root that was. His cheating was the root of it, and just for for this for my personal situation, it wasn't a it wasn't a conversation. It was I just took it upon myself to go get this information. He never gave me permission to do none of that. I took that upon myself mm-hmm. because I knew that without me checking behind him, he would never be forthcoming and tell me to my face what he was actually doing, which I knew I what he was doing. That's how I caught my husband. That's how I caught mine, honey. I listen, I understand. <laughs> we didn't have, he didn't have to tell me. Listen, somebody else, I was naive. I was naive. Mm. And she was like, You so you so you um you don't think I was like, girl, I don't the phone bill had got up to like five hundred dollars. And I kept saying, because, you know, back then you need to get, you don't need to get on until a certain time. Right. You know, if you use your phone at a certain time, it was cheaper or whatever. So I was like, you know. Nice and So after a couple of months, this is what I'm saying. What th- This is what I'm, uh, I'm trying to get across. There was never any doubt as to whether or not I could look. Mm-hmm. He never said I couldn't. I never said I could or could. It was it was just we just lived and it just was. But when things started to get crazy, I was like, what is really going on? So one of my best friends was like, come on, Angel. I was like, come on, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because to me, he would never do this, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, maybe you ought to look check the bill to just at least see if the phone company has made a mistake. Right. So I was like, okay, so I'm looking. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Because back then we didn't text like they do now. It was mm-hmm. new. No, no. <laughs> it was like, what is, what is all of this? So I called a phone company, like, what does this mean? And they were like, these are text messages. I'm like, text messages? You know, and then I realized all this money is. And so then I was like, well, let me see who, who you're texting. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking, I'm re- saying, honey, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but here's the thing. We were in a committed relationship where there mm-hmm. were no limits. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And I believe a committed relationship should be like that jump street if you have nothing to hide there's it's not like you're going to look mm-hmm. for stuff right but if the phone bill used to be a hundred and twenty dollars and now it's five hundred 
I should mm, be able to yeah. just look at the phone book without having right. to ask you for permission to get your lockbox key to get the phone bill from out the lockbox that you keep locked up because you don't you, you understand all those things. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I completely right. understand that. That's that's actually a good point. But see, but that was back then, you know, because you did have those those monetary signs that there was something going on. Like mm-hmm. today, you know, text messages don't cost anything. So, you know, it's a scenario where do I allow this person to get into my my quote unquote business? Like, okay, I'll give you my password. I'll give you the unlock code to my phone or whatever. Um, if they ask for it, like if they're asking for it, do I? You know, why are they asking? You know, is this something they they suspect me of, or because then I start feeling like, oh, you don't trust me? Like, what's going on? You know, you know, it's it's a delicate balance. Now. And and that comes you know. into play too. Even um like even if you're you know that you're not doing anything behind your partner's back, just the thought of them asking puts you on the right. defense. That's just like right. when you're riding down the street and you know everything is legal on your car. When the police put them lights on behind you, you start thinking, <laughs> uh, is my is my is my license right? Is my insurance right? Well, everything right. So I wonder what they stopping me for. It's the same thing in the relationship. It's like, well, why, why, why is she asking me that? I know I, I, I ain't been right. doing nothing ever. Let me think. Right. You start sweating. <laughs> Just the thought of it, you sweat. Right, But in a healthy relationship, though, shouldn't your, shouldn't your first thought be, let me have a conversation mm-hmm. with my guy? You know, because I'm having something, something has taken place. I'm feeling a little, uh, so let's sit down and have a conversation. Not, let me check your phone. I don't think I have ever, I know I haven't. I know I have never asked any guy, I'm I'm thinking, make sure I ain't telling no lies. No, I have not asked a guy like, what's your, I will say that I, I have felt uncomfortable Maybe dating somebody that I've noticed turns his phone over, mm-hmm. or you know, like if we're at dinner, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're paying attention. I don't even get oh, it yeah. twisted, mm-hmm. it, you know. And I notice, you know, that you turn the phone over, or you're getting messages, but the phone never rings and never makes any noises or anything. So I know that your phone is on. You're getting messages that you're paying attention to, but you're not. You know, you're trying to make it seem like you're not. So you can see that. So I've been in those kind of situations, but I never thought to say, you know, let me see mm-hmm. on your phone. I, no, mm-hmm. no, I do that. And I just feel like, you know, you know, it's rude what you're doing. Right. And I don't like it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if you're, you know, and, and at the end of the day, this is where people get mad with me. At the end of the day, we all have a choice. Mm-hmm. If you feel like the person you're dealing with is not being honest with you, you can choose to exit the situation. Is stage left? I don't need no passwords. That's right. I don't need no passwords. For what? I don't need to check up on you. You're mm-hmm. either going to tell the truth, I'm going to believe you, or I'm not going to believe you, and then I have a decision. Me, but I don't need no passwords. Oh yeah, that for me, that was the biggest thing about that that discussion was this 
feeling that people feel like they need to check. I don't, I don't need to check nothing. Mm-mm. I'm the like only reason now. I but you know that bill is because I was paying it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it, yes, and you had the right to check it. You had the yeah. right to check it. <laughs> right. You definitely had the right to check that thing, man. I mean, I, I have a tendency to feel like if if I can't, if I have to ask you for your password, then we need to reevaluate this whole relationship. As a matter of fact, That's we probably need right to go ahead and end it. That's yeah. a red flag. Because if I'm sitting there and I have some sort of justification or some, if I can sit there in my mind and justify asking you for that information, then I've already got my answer. Like, I, I don't need to check it to know that something's going on, you know, because right. if I can't trust you and, you know, people say love is the basis of relationships. No, really, trust is the basis of relationships, Great. you know. So if you're in a scenario where you can't trust somebody, I don't matter. It doesn't matter how much I love you. If I can't trust you, then there's not going to be a fruitful future anywhere. So if I can't trust you, then I might as well go ahead and remove myself from this situation because there's not going to be any type of fruitfulness coming Anytime soon from this whole thing. But you can love somebody and not trust them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's a great segue. Trust somebody and not love them. Right. Um, into what we're, you know, until our main discussion of tonight, because we're going to be talking about, you know, red flags in a situation mm. when you're, you're dating somebody, you know, you're getting to know somebody, a, a new person and how do you differentiate from when a red flag has shown up or when it's your past experiences, you know, making mm. you have that knee-jerk reaction, reminding you of something from a past relationship that's making you react to this person? Yes. Or yes. are they both one and the same? Like, because I feel like red flags are individual. What's a red flag to me might not be a red flag to Gator, might not be a right. red flag to Angel. But my red flags might be contingent on what I've experienced from my past and what I remember, mm-hmm. you know, to look for in my future uh, relationships. So for Angel, I want you, to, I'm going to give you the floor first. What do you feel about, you know, red flags and, past relationships are they one and the same or is there a difference between a red flag and then just you being hung up on something that happened from your past and you holding that against the new person um i think i think they kind of work together but whether or not the red flags are effective really depends on whether or not the person has done their hard work. Mm-hmm. If you're someone, if you're someone who has had some bad relationships and you have not healed, you have not done the hard work to deal with what took place in those relationships. And when you get in a new relationship, the things that happened to you in the past will cause you to have these sort of faulty red lights, these faulty red flags that 
aren't necessarily red flags, but they're just some stuff that everything becomes a red flag because Mm -hmm. it's all dependent upon the work you haven't done. However, if you've done your hard work, right, and you've dealt with those issues of your past, then it's important for you for you to create those red flags ahead of time so that you can place them out. I believe sometimes when you haven't done the work, you're not in control of the red flag. Mm-hmm. They just pop up. But when you've done the hard work, then you already have your deal breakers. You've already created them before you went into the situation. You've already decided these are deal breakers for me. These are issues that will cause me to not want to deal with this person at all. These sorts of things will cause me to say, mm, I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. And so when things happen, you'll place a red flag there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? I'm going to pin this because this, this isn't going to make me leave you right away. But you know what? I'm going to pin this here just so that we can address it. But depending on whether or not you have actually done the hard work of your heart work mm-hmm. will determine whether or not you're placing red flags, uh, you know, effect- effectively or whether they're just popping up all over the place because you just got issues you've never dealt with. And so yeah. that's how I kind of see that is that that issue but you will create red flags even if you're placing them they will some of them will stem from your learned mistakes because mm-hmm. if you've done some things in the past if you learn from those things and you realize you know what i didn't notice this before so if this should happen again because i want this to be a deal breaker mm-hmm. right then this will be a red flag. But that's something that you've actually sat down, you thought about, you're cognizant of, and you decided that this is what I'm going to do. You're not just reacting, but you're actually being proactive. And I think that's the difference. Well, I want to ask you this too. What would you say to a person who just ignores all red flags and just keep going, just keep going, just keep going? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you just glutton for punishment. <laughs> what else you gonna say about that? You trying to get beat up. I'm saying, but here again, you. I, I really believe there are so many people who just wanna be loved. Just like I heard somebody just say, "You can love somebody and not trust them." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so true. I've actually talked about this as it relates to to God. A lot of people say I love God, but they don't trust Him. Trust means you have you, you got to have faith. Yep. Trust is yeah. a higher level of faith. Yep. Right. So it is very possible for you to love somebody and not trust them. And I think there are a lot of people who are in relationships with people that they love, but they don't trust. And the thing right. is, is you making a choice to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You're making the choice to do that. So if you've seen all the rest, if you tell yourself, look, I've dealt with these guys who they always end up, you know, I'm always dealing with guys who, who end up using drugs and whatever, whatever. And you tell yourself, you know, it's a, that if, if I see, if I deal with a guy and, you know, I see him hanging out with his friends, smoking a blunt, right? And he's like, girl, 
it's all good. This, you know, it's just what I do. It ain't nothing. It ain't like I smoke crack or nothing like that. Here's the thing. Ooh, that's your red flag. That's your red flag. You already said that that drugs is a deal breaker for you, or at least it it's something where you're gonna put a big red flag, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are used to dealing, if you've been dealing with people who may have, you know, done coke or something like that, so now you're dealing with this guy who's like, you know, I just smoke a little weed every now and then. Ain't like I smoke crack. Ain't like I'm doing heroin. Ain't like I'm snorting powder. And then you go, well, you're right. Weed ain't like cocaine, <laughs> right? So then, so so now what have you done? The red flag is there. Mm-hmm. You had a deal breaker, but now you just kicked the red flag right over. Yep, you just kicked and it so down. You, yourself, you kicked it down. Mm-hmm. And what are you doing? Glutton for punishment. You're going right back into a situation. And and the next thing you know, now you're leading you're you're leading into some other stuff, mm-hmm. right? And that is how it works. I believe I love him. I love him, you know, and it's not like he, you know, it's not like he's selling all the baby milk. (laughs) (laughs) Until he do. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. And then when he's doing that, then it's going to be, well, at least he do come home at night. It's always a rationalization. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that many times, you know, where you start to accept certain things. Right, right. Trying to get a job. He just be tired. No, boo. He's trying to get over being home. Exactly. Exactly. What people got to start doing, though, is starting to learn how to identify their red flags. Because... There are certain instances where what may be good for your girl, what may be good for your boy, may not be good for you. There are certain things like you mentioned, you know, the drug use and things like that. You know, I have I have a cousin of mine who, you know, he's with this girl. They've been together for 30 years right now, both weed smokers, both all that kind of stuff. But that was not a red flag for them. Now, that being said, my cousin Tracy, if she meets somebody who smokes weed, that's not something that fits into her lifestyle. That's a red flag, and it should be a red flag for her. It's something that that she needs to use and say, you know what? I don't need to be with this type of person. But, hey, you know, my cousin Corey, he been with his girl for 30 years, so I guess weed smoking ain't a big thing. Well, you know what? It may not have been a big thing for them, but it is a big thing for you. So I think, you know, being able to sit there and get closer to God and, you know, so you can start giving discernment because discernment is not just, oh, this is what God say. These are things that actually fit into what you believe and what you are conducive to you growing and being more healthy in your life. So when you look at that and you say, well, you know what, I can't deal with this particular situation if you can't deal with it, that's a red flag. You need to get away with it and get away from it, I should say, no matter what your friends say, because your friends might sit there and say, well, that's not that bad, girl. That's not that big of a deal, bro. You know what? If it if it hurts your heart or if it's something that makes you a little nervous or a little apprehensive, listen to those vibes and say, you know what? Maybe I need to back away from this person. Maybe I don't need to be in this particular relationship, you know, because if I'm going to sit here and I'm going to stress over something, even if every 
What's up, beautiful people? I hope you're enjoying this episode of Dope Discussions. And if you ever want to join us live and become a part of the show, you can tune in at 6.30 on Sundays. Every Sunday is at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We go live. We film this show live from my Facebook page. And you can follow me on Arthur Erica Warren. And you can get reminders of when we go live and when we tape the show, you can actually comment and we will make your comments a part of the live show and a part of this broadcast. Also, if you would like to support us in keeping our podcast going, you can make donations to our cash app, which is dollar sign dope discussions. So I just wanted to let you all know that. And I'm going to let you get back to the second half of the show. (laughs) <laughs> all right we had some technical difficulties y'all the the enemies the enemy said gator look we ain't trying to hear all that now you ain't no look, pastor look. we don't need no preaching here tonight <laughs> look, they were trying to get me out of there but I was, i'm still telling the truth <laughs> but you you made an awesome point and we have to stop letting other people's voices get in our head and say, girl, right. oh, that ain't nothing. That ain't no big deal. Maybe not for you. But for me, right. I know what I want. And we a lot of times let people talk us down off of our standards. Mm-hmm. Girl, your standards too high. Girl, he, he might be a good dude. You don't know. If it don't work for me, I won't let somebody else make me compromise on you know right what what I'm looking for and like you said one way flag for somebody else is a is not for me um exactly. because you have to really replay and look back on your past relationships the mistakes mm-hmm. that you made you know how did you miss this and that's what I do in my present relationships um I took a lot of time off not even dating just being to myself and just being by myself with God so he can show me my mistakes and what I did wrong, what I was overlooking, what I was putting up with. He showed me all the red flags that were there that I ignored. And he said, and this is, this is how you ended up in that situation because at this point, this point, and this point, I Mm. showed you these things Mm. and you swept them under the rug and you said it wasn't that bad. You can still deal with them. So now when those things come up in the beginning, when I'm getting to know a person, I'm like, ding. I remember when God said, exactly. I ignored that last time. I don't right. need to ignore that this time. Right. That's that's true. You know, and the, the crazy thing about that is we don't just serve a powerful God. We serve a personal God. So he knows exactly what you want. He knows exactly what he, you know, the, the desires of your heart and the needs of your heart. So you know, Becky or whoever is on, um, you know, at the job telling you that you need to give this a chance or need to, you know, be able to learn to accept this or you ain't going to get no good man with them type of standards. That's not what your God says. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly what your personal relationship with God is, you know, bringing to fruition. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn how to communicate with him and learn exactly what your levels of discernment are instead of listening to all these people out here, these outside voices who have no idea what God's plan is for you 
and listen to them tell you what you need to do in the rest of your life. And then nine and times know, out of ten, the stuff they're putting up with, they they they're uh they're complaining about the stuff they're putting up with, but they right. tell you what you ought to uh, <laughs> right how you ought to lower your standards. Right, exactly. I see you, Angel. What I you that? It, yeah, I was looking like I don't think that's working. Um, I think it works in the reverse as well because true, like you have people who will tell you um, that's not a red flag. There are some people who will tell you, oh, you need to put a red flag right mm, there. Mm, and yeah. that may not be a red flag for you. You know, right. I, I, have, I have dated a guy. I was just talking to my mom about this, actually. Um, I dated a guy. When I met him, um, he had just gotten out of prison. He had been out of prison for two years. Mm. Um, so I, I meet this guy who got felony charges, used to be a gangbanger. I mean, I, now mind you, you just got to know a little bit about me. I'm, you know, I'm school teacher, trained teachers overseas, bachelor's mm. degree, you know, I'm right. up here somewhere. So they, they don't see that as a match for you. Right. Yeah, right. So it's like, oh my gosh, you're gonna and and real talk, I kept him kind of a secret. Yeah. Because I was like You didn't want to deal with what they had to say about it. And what people are gonna have to say about him because I, I already know that by the time I say that he, you know, is is an ex felon, you know, used to be a crib. He's already judged by then. Yeah, you know, when I when I tell them that he doesn't have like a regular air quote um, job, <laughs> I already knew what people would say. Um, but I was telling my mom that he was one of the best men I've ever dated. He had such a good heart. And I believe that you can teach people, you, you can, you can help a man go to school, get a mm. job, you can upgrade that joker. Yeah. But you can't right. how to be kind, no. how to love you and respect no. you. Just, you know what I'm saying? Mm, and right. he was that. And however, you can allow other people, other people's opinions, their ideas, um, to to make you throw some red flags up in mm-hmm. places. And mm-hmm. Maybe it's a red, like you said, maybe it would be a red flag for them, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's right. a red flag for you. And like you said, you you have to discern spirits, and you gotta know who you are and know you know, the people that you're interacting with. And I, I have a really, really good friend who spent about 10 years in prison, came out of prison, you know, and and met like this little Spurgeon woman or whatever. They married, got kids, living a wonderful life. Mm, you, know mm. you, would, right. you, would, you would think that like, that's oil and water. Yeah. Clearly it's not. No, right. no, 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 no. Right. And, 
You know, there's there's too many people who who do that now. They sit there and they try to judge people's relationships based on, you know, the outside appearance that they, you know, perceive or whatever. But I mean, God don't look at that. God is going to sit there and say, you know what, this person who was a killer, you know, this person like Noah, who was a drunk, you know, saying I'll take them and I'll use them to my, you know, to to, to spread my word, to spread my gospel and to bless my child. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless. So you can let you know you could be in a situation where there's this person who was a felon, like you were saying, you know, who actually is, you know, God is using not only to bless you, but for you two to bless each other, you know. So for you to, you know, and other people do that. I mean, they'll sit there and no matter how, you know, high and mighty some people, you know, claim to be, they tend to judge people outside of the belief that they have. I mean, we know that we serve a God that is a, you know, a changer of hearts, that is a healer, you know, but we'll sit there and say, you know what, you know, if they was a gangbanger back in the day, they're going to be a gangbanger now, you know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we will just turn our head to the fact that, you know, our God is powerful enough to change people's hearts. So, you know, that's why, like I said, discernment comes, you know, with your personal relationship with you and God, not necessarily what other people look at from the outside, you know? Yeah. People are so harsh to judge, but that same judgment that they place on other people's mm. lives, they want you to give them grace and mercy. Right, when right. When, on, when they're on the other side of it. Right. They want you to forgive them and they want you to look at them for who they are now and not who they used to be. But right. as human beings, it's so hard for us to do the same for each other. Yeah, that's very true. And and just for people listening, we're not saying just go out and deal with anybody. Right, right. No. Just you know, just for anyone who's listening who's like, you know. Red flag, I can go state all the guys in prison. No, <laughs> no, 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 not at all. That, is, a, that. that is exactly what we're That's not saying. saying. <laughs> we're not saying that. You know no. what I'm saying? Keep it in perspective. Keep it, you know what I'm saying? We, we're saying that when you heal yourself from your past relationships and you're going into a new relationship, as a healed whole individual, then you should have learned some things from your previous relationships mm-hmm. that you already set the deal breakers before you meet anybody. Mm-hmm. And you tell yourself, these will be red flags. If I see these things happen, then I know that there's an issue I need to address. So you already got your handful of red flags before you meet anybody. Mm-hmm. And when you meet people, then if they demonstrate something that you've already determined as a red flag, then you just you put your little red flag right there. Yeah, right. And you go, we need to discuss this because I'm not comfortable with this or, you know, period. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's what we're saying. So I just wanted to make sure we clarify that because... Yeah. You know how it is. People listen to these podcasts. <laughs> and they, run, they take something, one thing you said and run with it. Right. Like, wait a minute, right. wait a minute. Did you hear the other part I said to go along with that? <laughs> but you know, that's how people do with the Bible as well. They take one scripture in that Bible that they wanted to fit to their situation and they run with that. But you didn't read the whole scripture. You just right. took that part that fit what you want to do. 
and you exactly. ran with that. Um, but like you were saying, back to what you were saying um, about, you know, how you felt like other people were going to look at him because he um, was in prison or whatever. And that's why I think it's so important for uh, especially a new foundation, a new connection, a new relationship. I think that thing should be built in private between those two people and those two people alone. But, you know, we live in the era of social media where as soon as we, you know, feel like we are really connecting with a person, we want to share the news with the world. But that opens that thing up to everybody else's opinions. And that's what you don't want because when you got all those outside opinions, a lot of times we take, we, we choose our partners based on how they're going to be looked at Mm. by the world Mm. and how that's going to make me look by being with them. Right. Um, So when you want, you want to make sure you built that foundation so strong behind closed doors that when it is time to present it to the world, everybody's opinion is going to just be falling off. You're going to be like, oh, I, you think I ain't been through that already? We've already been through that. We got that. We, we've been through that. We got that taken care of. We don't need your opinion. We already know what we need to know. We got this thing built mm-hmm. up so strong to your opinion. Don't really affect what we got going on. Um, but so many people open that thing up too soon and then it crumbles. Yeah before it even gets strong because mama said and my sister said and my cousin said, and now all of their voices are in your head when you're dealing with him. Exactly. Yeah. And and that shouldn't even be the case because when you're in a relationship, it's you and that person. It has nothing to do with everybody. When you're in a relationship, a one-on-one relationship shouldn't have five people sitting in there giving their opinion on what exactly was going on. I mean, in a one-on-one relationship, it should actually be three people, you, that person, and God, you know, and whatever y'all come up with and y'all, you know, and whatever y'all come up with should be all that matters. Mama mm-hmm. shouldn't matter. Uncle shouldn't matter. AT shouldn't matter. But we have a tendency to let those people's opinions, you know, guide our relationships. And that that tends to be a problem, especially with, you know, in especially in the black community. We have a tendency to we have our relationships become community affairs. And we need to stop that. Listen, I hashtag co-sign all of that. I I just, you know, I tell people when my forever husband shows up, you all will meet him when he's my husband because Mm. there's Mm. no, I've never been one to put my relationship. Um, out there um, now I did I did create a post the other day where I was like when you're married mm-hmm. status should stay married you ain't gotta show me your husband mm. you ain't gotta do none of that mm. but to keep that confusion um, it's nothing to just say that you're married you know but I beyond mean- that I meant to come back and, and comment on that post too, because I'm glad you posted that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, and people give so many, so many reasons that really don't make sense to me. Right. Like, yeah. um, 
I, I mean, it don't make sense. Like if you're married, why would your set status ever say single? That's just right. leaving the door open for too much confusion. Right, right. And I think I was playing devil's advocate on that post and was basically saying, you know, there are some people that I have met who say, you know, I don't think it's anybody's business. Me personally, and I think I said that on that post, me personally, I'm going to be, tell, you know, I'm going to be telling everybody, I'm going to be telling CNN, ESPN, every, every end I can find that I'm married and this is what I'm doing. But think, <laughs> think about it like this. What what do they mean by that? Because when you marry somebody, it becomes public record. Anybody can Ooh. look your name up right. and see that you're married and see who you're married to. So why would you hide it on social media? You can leave, you can miss me with that reason because my husband better not never have a single status if we marry. <laughs> I ain't playing them games. That would be a red flag mm -hmm. for me because if we are both utilizing social media, mm -hmm. um, it's social. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. someone said, I believe there was a comment that was like, um, you know, that's just like I even on a like on a job application, whatever. I don't, I don't have to put my my marital status and here's the thing that business that's different we're talking social right. so when we're in a social environment even if you were not let's say we're not on social networking on the internet but we're at an event socially networking live and living color you wouldn't be on one end of the room mm -hmm. by yourself without any rings or anything mm -hmm. and your husband or wife on the other end and y'all never talk to each other y'all never communicate you don't walk in the door together you don't leave together and you just behave with everybody in the room as if you're a single person and you right. never tell anyone that you're married, that your wife is right over there, that your husband's over there, and you he he in and teaching. <laughs> you understand? Uh, you wouldn't do that. No. You wouldn't do that. No. You just no. wouldn't. So right. for me, social networking is the same. It's the same whether mm -hmm. you're online socially networking or whether you're, you know, in person socially networking when you're in a social place where you know you got single people who are looking to date and things of that nature um you keep down now now if somebody's going to cheat i mean we all know that people are going to cheat if they want to cheat but i'm talking about keeping down the confusion as much yeah. as possible and the reason i actually posted that um is because i have guys who come into my inbox and it's crazy because I talk about Jesus all day and you would think they wouldn't come for me. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. You know <laughs> exactly. what? That's not that's I got Jesus on my side and you still trying to play with me. But they don't <laughs> care. So I don't have these guys that'll come into my inbox and it and granted, oftentimes it's very um non-threatening it's not like they're you know it's not like really out there like oh you sex there's nothing like that um but i check everybody out 
So you send me a message, I'm clicking on your profile and I'm looking to who, who are you? Like, why, I hope y'all are listening, fellas. Look, look, look. I, I see that smile on Erica's face. Look, when you said that, I see that smile come over Erica's face because she is a P.I. <laughs> I hope y'all fellas listening. When you send a woman an inbox, before she even respond, she going to look at your profile because mm-hmm. she want to know how to respond. Right. I had right. that happen to me. A guy hit me up talking about, can he take me out? So I immediately went to his his profile and it said in a relationship. So I messaged wow. him back and I said, aren't you in a relationship? And he was like, right. no, I'm single. I said, well, your profile says you're in a relationship. Oh, I just haven't had a chance to change it. All right. Holler at me when you really change it then. Yeah, yeah, you need to go ahead and change that. Because yeah. what you're saying to me doesn't match. <laughs> right. If you're if what you're portraying to the world says something different than what you're telling me, I don't want to talk. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And what I found is you'll have and and okay, this is not just a, a male thing. I know women are doing this as well, but but I'm a woman yeah. and men <laughs> I can't you know, I can't speak on what women are doing. I'm, I can only speak on what I see men doing. And I will have men who will come into my inbox just really casually. Um, I go check them out. And it doesn't say single. It doesn't say married. It doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, well, you know, but I don't stop there. I just don't. I, I look for pictures. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you something about a woman. I don't care what these women talk about. They don't care. Yes, they do. They A woman will tag her man on some stuff. <laughs> yes. yes. I've noticed a lot of the men who don't post single, married, anything. They just leave it blank. Yeah. Many of them are married or in a relationship, and they never post pictures of their person. Yeah. But the person will post pictures and tag them. So if you scroll enough, mm. yep. you find a picture where she like this, my boo. And I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, I check comments. I read the comments to see which one goes. <laughs> or, or, or this is what. Let me tell you how. Let me tell you how shady people are. People will comment, "Y'all look so good together. Y'all a cute couple." And that's how you'll know. Bam. Yep. Yep. Person. And it was and it was posted one week ago and they in your <laughs> inbox. <laughs> right. We ain't talking about I'm talking about recent stuff. So for me, it's like and then you'll realize this person is married. Yes. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times they're actually married, not just in a relationship. But many times, and then so when you go back to your inbox, it's like, and usually, like, you you come straight out, I'll you know, okay, how do you feel? So, you know, what is it that you, how can I help you? Yeah. Because this could be about speak up this. You could be trying to invite me, you know, to speak at your conference or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. If that conversation does not go to speak up this, Like, um, you know what? I don't internet date. That's what I mm. tell them. I don't internet date. And <laughs> I don't, I don't people, you know, via my inbox. And here, here's, here's where it'll come up. 
oh, um, well, you know, you mind going out? They'll either come at you that way or that's when they realize, I don't think I can play with her. Oh, well, you know, this wasn't about trying to like date you. I was just trying to, but she uh-huh. me because I used to marry a woman. <laughs> I casual conversations with nobody's husband. Right. We're not having those casual conversations because I think it's disrespectful. You don't know me and I don't know you. And that's how things happen because what you're not, what, what maybe sometimes you may be lacking a little something at home. And because you've been watching my videos, you've been watching my pictures, you've been watching my posts. Mm -hmm. Now you're feeling like, you know, there's a little something about her that I kind of like. I don't want to sleep with her. I just kind of want to get a piece Mm -hmm. of that. That's not my job. Right. That's your wife's Mm -hmm. job. And I don't want to be a part of that. So I shut it down. We don't need to have no casual conversations. We didn't go to high school together. I don't know you. You some random guy. (laughs) Right. We need to just create a friendship. For what? Yeah, I had a guy tell me that. I just want um I just need a friend to talk to. I'm like, "Look, <laughs> talk to your wife, but if you want to talk to me, it's going to be $100 an hour." No. <laughs> I'm I'm not no therapist. I'm not no therapist. I'm not finna sit here and help you work out your marital problems. Right, 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 right. Completely. I mean, you know what, though? I, I see it as this. If you have somebody that's in the scenario where they are married or they're, you know, got that little secret, um, that secret status where you don't know if they're married or not or single or not or whatever, it's not just like a red flag. That's a checkered flag. I mean, it's <laughs> over. Like, I'm not about to sit here and and deal with something like that because I don't know where you're coming from. Like I said before, if I'm married, I'm going to let everybody know. You know, if you're not, if you're married and not happy, then the, you know, the simple fact that you're not putting that post out there, that's that's a checkered flag, you know? I mean, it's not, y'all, I mean, listeners, y'all have just heard Erica and Angel go into all of the private investigative scenarios that they could put out forth. So, and you, you know, know what? like you could keep it secret. No, and this, <laughs> this is what I really, really, really don't understand about the guys in this day and time that technology is so advanced. Mm. Like all I have to do is screenshot you and you are busted. Why would you mm. ever take that risk of going into some woman's inbox when all she have to do is screenshot you and post her, post you on her Facebook and bust you. Do you want to lose your marriage over an inbox message? That's stupid. Right. I mean, you would think you would Women think do it all the time. You know, and not, not just, all the time. They've even what? created um, they've even created Facebook groups where people are actually busting with people's husbands. Really? Yes. And you know what? Not just husbands. They, they got have, a lot of wives out there now. Right. They, they have one set up in Georgia. <laughs> I think they had one set up in Atlanta, and they had a news story mm-hmm. about it because people were actually getting into domestic violence situations mm-hmm. about what they found, you know, about yeah. people posting their husbands in the group. Right, right. So yeah, they were trying to shut, they had, um, they had to post the group down. 
Yeah, they had an Ashley Madison scenario very similar to that, where there were a lot of people who were on that particular um, that particular site that were. Um, Let's and they were posting graphic stuff, you know, right, like right. <laughs> so that's why the police got involved because that's a crime. You can't post right. people's new photos for public for you know for other wow. people to see. Yes. Yeah, yes. it was bad. It was, it was bad. bad. Janet made a song like a moth to the flame, burned by the fire. Listen. That flame be so hot for them sometimes they can't resist it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes well y'all this was awesome we had another awesome dope discussion and we had miss angel charmaine checking in sitting in with us i hope y'all enjoyed this and this is just one of many we're gonna have a lot of more dope um guests on the show but miss angel charmaine kicked it off for us i want to thank you so much for tuning in with us I want to thank Angel for sitting in with us. And Angel, do you want to leave the people with any kind of inspirational message this evening? Oh, my goodness. First, just let me say thank you, Erica and Kata. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Um, I don't get a chance to, um, to, to have these kind of conversations that often um, on my platform. So I really mm. appreciate you, Angel inviting me into your space. Um, I just want to leave the people with this. You have the ability to choose. Make wise decisions. Mm. Whatever the situation is that you're in, know that you get to choose whether you want to stay or whether you want to go. You get to choose whether or not something is for you or not for you. You have the ability to choose and don't let anybody take that from you or make you think that you don't have that, um, that freedom and then exercise it, right? Exercise your right to choose what is best for you. It doesn't matter what I say or Erica says or Jada says, you get to make the decision. But remember, you also get to keep all the consequences as Ooh, well as the rewards yeah. of your decision. Yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. What you got to what you got to leave the people with, Gator? Hey, look, you know, we I definitely want to say very happy to be here as usual. Thank you, Angel, for being here. And I mean, we definitely had a really dope discussion tonight. I'm really, you know, interested in seeing what people have as feedback. Make sure y'all drop on the Anchor platform or any platform that you listen to and leave a comment for us. We'd be definitely happy to read it. Yeah, yeah. I want y'all to you know, if you're on Anchor, there's a feature there where you can send us a voice message because we would love to hear y'all chime in. And, and if we get enough, if we get some real good ones, we'll play them on our next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we can, we'll try to respond to some of those. So please leave us um, voice messages, leave us feedback. Um, we welcome all of that because we want to get better and better. We want to make we want to make sure we bring y'all more and more dope discussions every week. So thank y'all for tuning in, and we're out. Later. Peace. See y'all next week.